0: Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. You ready? Showtime!
1: On May third, summer starts with the Fall Guy.
0: Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy.
0: What's what the poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Do you want to make it out? Nope.
1: Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Alright ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me as always my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing brother?
0: Hey, man, today's the first day in a long while I've had some energy. Mm-hmm. We had some good dinner tonight, watched sure. football. Um, but, yeah, I'm ready to get into this. Let's do this, man. We got some WWE talk for you.
1: Yes, sir. We were a little late on the WWE talk, but that's because we watched the Ducks game last night. And we weren't going to do a podcast at 2 o'clock in the morning. So Yeah, that was...
0: That was crazy, dude. Like, it was done by 2 o'clock in the morning, and you and I were like, uh... Yeah. And then not only that, but we just had the time change, so we're just both like, eh. Yeah, it was, it
1: was terrible.
0: We're, we're not as young as we used to be, so it's kind of hard to stay up that like Yeah,
1: we kind of had to drag ourselves to bed <laughs> at that point, but we touched one, so it was easy to yeah. get
0: over. And then we both slept, like really late, I slept till almost 11 o'clock today, and I don't ever do that, so...
1: Yeah, I had to literally pull myself out of bed, or otherwise I probably would still be asleep right now, <laughs> I could use it, it feels like. Alright, but let's get in to the WWE talk. Let's do it. So we're gonna start off with the Monday Night Raw from this past week, November 8th, 2021, starting off with the Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, AJ Styles, and almost taking on the team of... Are the Raw Tag Team titled holders RK Bro and the Street Profits? A blockbuster eight man tag match that took shape as Raw Tag Team Champions Randy Orton and Riddle joined forces with the Street Profits to take on that colossal squad of AJ Styles, Almost, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode. As both juggernaut teams battled, Almost took out both Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, prompting Riddle to go in and fight the, the fight against the Giant, but he too found himself on the receiving end of Almost's rage. In the form of a two-handed choke slam, following the destruction, Ziggler sees the opportunity to tag himself in and earn the victory for his team, angering almost even more and prompting Styles' uh, personal colossus to set his sights on Rude. This set the stage for a victorious yet distracted Ziggler to get planted with an RKO out of nowhere. I was a little surprised how this ended up ending because obviously, with the tag in that Ziggler made when he was going to tag in Styles, really dissolved the team quickly but still it was enough for them to go ahead and finish off the uh, team of the arc the tag champs and the street profits.
0: Yeah, it was it was quite crazy and I mean Randy Orton with their RKO at the end of it <laughs> of making the statement, brother, making the statement. As always. And then on the way out of the ring uh him and him and Riddle kind of got into it a little bit. Yeah. So he's 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 trying to mentor him, I think. But uh, if Riddle doesn't watch out, the Viper's gonna—he's gonna turn on him soon.
1: Yeah, it's a—it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. I've always been wondering how long this tag team's gonna actually last between the two of them. You know? Yeah, the because
0: that—that that and with, well, I don't think that really has much to do with anything. I mean, a ra- Rated RKO, sure, but. You know, it's it's not gonna happen again. They they've had their rivalry since he came back. In fact, that was the first rivalry he had. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't see Rated RKO coming back.
1: It it's, it, it's
0: nice, but yeah. I don't see it. Yeah,
1: Lone again, he could just get distracted and re up that rivalry with
0: Edge too. Uh, what what I really <clears throat> what I really want to see with Randy Orton. Is him being in the title hunt? Uh, I think that's that's where he belongs. Yeah. Um, in fact, I would love it to see him beat, you know, Ric Flair's number sixteen title, whatever. Yeah. But I don't I don't know if they'll ever do it with him. But I think it'd be cool. Yeah,
1: I mean, even Flair said he'd, if anyone was to do it, he would prefer it to be Orton. Yeah,
0: because I mean that's. Randy Orton was their guy back in Evolution. So. Yeah,
1: and obviously it's not going to be Triple H because as we keep hearing, Triple H is still having some medical problems and probably his wrestling career is officially over at this point. Yeah. Unless something, something changes in that aspect. But, uh, yeah, it's gonna, definitely interesting to see what's going to happen with uh, Orton. Uh, I believe, I agree with you on that point. I believe Orton really needs to be in um, singles title contention. Yeah. Not... He's never
0: been a good tag team wrestler. I mean, yes, he he can do it, Yeah. but he's always been more of a He
1: begrudgingly does it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Whether you want to admit to it or not, he begrudgingly does it in his character. He might actually enjoy it in real life. He might not have a problem with it, but his character is so begrudgingly doing all this crap, it's ridiculous.
0: I know, he doesn't... I mean, he looks like he's a little bit more mellow now. About the whole situation, but when him and him and uh, um, Riddle got together, I I was just like, this isn't gonna last very long. And it's lasted a lot longer than what I thought. So, yeah. you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with this. But mm-hmm. it's just it's just weird, dude, to see Randy Orton with Riddle. I, to me, I would think he'd want to kick his ass or something. I don't know.
1: It's probably just a matter of time, honestly. Yeah. All right, next up, we had Bobby Lashley taking on Dominic Mysterio with the winner to be named onto Raw Survivor, team, or Survivor Series team. Uh, Mysterio was already on there, but uh, WWE official Adam Pearce expressed regret about having Dominic on the Raw's team as he was the only member of the team that wasn't a former world champion, considering everybody else was, including Dominic's own father, Ray. Uh, Pierce decreed that the younger Mysterio would have to earn his way onto the team in a match against returning Bobby Lashley, who we have not seen since the Crown Jewel loss to uh, Goldberg. The Almighty picked up right where he left off and decimated Dominic, cementing his win with a devastating spear and agonizing Hurtlock to become the fifth and final member of the Raw Survivor Series team. I feel bad for Dominic. Yes. That was messed up.
0: That was, dude. (laughs) And what's up with uh, with Bobby Lashley lately beating up on, on pretty much kids, dude? I mean, Goldberg's son, uh, now Dominic. I mean, Dominic, yes, he's a WWE superstar. You get in the ring, that's what you're going to get. But mm-hmm. still, it's like, dude, Bobby Lashley's on a mean streak lately.
1: Yeah, yes, And uh, Raw's team's pretty formidable. I mean, the only problem is, is now you're going to have the kind of the between animosity
0: between Ray Mysterio and, and, Ray
1: and uh, Bobby. Not only that, plus the team's led by Seth Rollins, which it, yeah. he doesn't get along with anybody. So it's going to be interesting if they can keep it together. I wouldn't be surprised in the least, but if they do another sweep to SmackDown.
0: Yeah, I, I think that that's probably a fair fair assessment on that because I mean. Last year they swept them, so this year if they did it again. It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. Even though I do think that SmackDown here lately has been the more superior brand as far as their storylines and what they oh, have yeah. going on. And uh, when now having Drew McIntyre over there, it's like it's only a matter of time before Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. But Duke it's finally, out, yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to that. All right, WWE Champion Big E took on Chad Gable. In the midst of the drama between Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, WWE Champion Big E got to take out some frustrations against Chad Gable at the Alpha Academy. Despite having Otis in tow and a newly acquired master's degree, Gable put forth an incredible effort but could not mentally or physically figure out how to beat Excuse me, the WWE Champion as Big E overcame his opponent with a swift big ending. I feel bad for Chad Gable because actually he controlled this match from the onset and then unfortunately Big E's brute strength basically took over and finished it off.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude, and we want to talk about brute strength. How about when the Gable put him up with that belly to belly suplex.
1: I was like, what? Yeah, that was impressive. That's why I said I was, it was like, dude, kind of like, a shocker to see like,
0: Gable looked look like, kind of like a younger current Angle going at it with him. And I was like, I know he's been on point lately, but damn, dude, it was a good match.
1: Yeah, I just feel, like I said, I felt bad for Gable because it seemed like he was in control of this match. And then it didn't seem like it was yeah. like, a, like a Biggie really fought back. It just seemed like Biggie's just. Superior uh, Bruce Did, Frank, did you
0: hear man. where he freaking graduated from? Yeah, full sale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full sale.
1: Valedictorian. <laughs> 4.0 GPA. I love uh, how Rollins said, oh, almost as good as mine. I'm like, okay, Rollins.
0: Yeah. Like, whatever, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, um, that was ended up being a good match for Gable to at least make some headway. Uh, hopefully he can t- continue on with that. But uh, the stare down we had between Big E and Otis was interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, That's potentially coming up soon. I'd love to see
0: that. Yeah, I'd like to see Otis versus uh, Big E because I don't think Otis really ever got a fair shot when he had the money in the bank. No, he didn't get that fair shot. And uh, I don't think he's really getting a fair shot on the roster right now, but that's just me. All
1: right. All right, next up we had – Drake Maverick taking on 24-7 champion Reggie. Mm -hmm. This 24-7 championship match was not without its fair share of chaos and that was an understatement to be precise on that. After Drake managed, managed to capture the title, a slew of other superstars threw their names into the fold resulting in championship victories for Akira Tozawa. Even Raw announcers Corey Grave and Byron Saxton. And after Maverick recaptured the title, Reggie got the best of him and regained gold before making a hasty escape
0: man Reggie is crazy dude like that dude he can jump around It's like he's like an ant spider dude nah, I'm not even kidding man that dude is crazy
1: and we kept saying this he was so athletic we're like when is he going to start wrestling in, in the promotion because he's freaking athletic as hell yeah. and he's finally doing it not doing it where I think he's actually being properly utilized but at the same time it's, it, it, makes for, it's,
0: it makes for funny funny moments I guess it does.
1: but uh it was funny because uh Corey Graves' momentarily victory actually sparked uh, rumors on the rumor mill saying that he might be considering coming out of retirement, and he's flamed those when he says he doesn't believe that he's doing what he's meant to do in in his life right now.
0: Maybe, dude, because Corey Graves was a good wrestler, dude, and uh, I know he yeah, he suffered a lot of like concussion protocols. Mm-hmm. And why not, so maybe we'll see him back.
1: Yeah, he says he's uh, itching to get back. He says he's actually started training with his brother. Um, They've been working out at Full Sail. I don't know how much longer that's going on because I know Full Sail and WWE have actually stopped their partnership recently. So I don't know how that's going to happen, what's going on with that aspect anymore. But, uh, you know, that's interesting to see because Grace looks like he's in hell of a good shape. So, I mean, as long as he's... um, can clear. Um, some wonder if uh, they can actually get the clearance from WWE's doctors. But, say Corey Graves' contract comes to an end and maybe someone else can medically clear, him. he might jump ship.
0: You never know, man. I mean, because this whole deal they're doing with AEW with Chris Jericho right now, Chris Jericho does commentating and does wrestling. Mm-hmm. Corey Graves could do the same thing.
1: Yeah, so we'll see what happens. All right, next up, we had a Fatal Five-Way match for the right to the Raw Women's Championship number one contendership. And it was basically the Raw Women's Survivor Series team in that Fatal Five-Way. So you had Bianca Belair taking on Rand Ripley, taking on Liv Morgan, taking on Carmella, taking on Queen Zelina, as they all vied for the opportunity to take on Becky Lynch as the Raw Women's Champion. The thrilling Fatal 5-Way action culminated when Dewdrop burst on the scene after taking issue with the ESD of WWE earlier in the night and cost her the match. This interference left just enough of an opening for Morgan to score a victory over Carmella. Following the win, Morgan went right over to the big-time becks and met her on top of the Raw announce table for an intense stare-down before Lynch began to retreat. Lynch did not give any any credit at all for Liv Morgan. And no, how
0: she, she didn't. Know, so I, the whole match... She was doing nothing but talk trash about her. Yeah. Saying that she was the only one that hasn't held a title, hasn't done anything, Mm -hmm. and all these fans really like her, and she didn't understand it. Mm -hmm.
1: So, needless to say, she was quite shocked when Liv Morgan came out victorious and will now be challenging the Rob.
0: I think you and I both agree that Liv Morgan is very talented, and it's about time Oh, yeah. Then she gets this shot.
1: It's been way past time, and I'm glad she's finally getting this opportunity.
0: And I think out of the Riot Squad, she is one of the ones that actually stood out to me mm-hmm. to actually being you know somebody that, that could wrestle but wasn't quite there because of just where they had her placed on the roster, mm-hmm. match card, that type thing. It was never really... You know, never really set up for her to actually fl- flourish right. as a singles competitor. So this is going to be really cool to see her versus uh, Becky Lynch and, and give Becky Lynch some fresh some fresh meat, man. All right. Some new talent. I mean, I know she's not new, but you know what I mean. Right. Somebody different. So.
1: Yeah. A refreshing face in the title hunt. Yes. All right, next up, we had in the main event, Seth Rollins taking on Kevin Owens. After questioning his own integrity all night, Kevin Owens shifted his focus finally to getting his hands on Seth Rollins in this intense main event. KO did not even wait for the bell to ring as he jumped all over the visionary just before the match. The action concluded when Rollins and KO brawled to the outside as the ref um, referee's count climbed to 10. When both men made the uh, run for the ring, WWE champion Big E inadvertently stood in Owens' path, allowing Rollins to pick up the victory. Owens' frustration boiled over after the bout in the form of a vicious attack on Big E at ringside, which capped off by a devastating powerbomb onto the apron to the champion.
0: To be honest, I think that Kevin Owens did not inadvertently do whatever it was that was he was being accused of with Biggie, and I think that they just kind of. I think what Biggie is doing is trying to make his place as the champion, like saying it doesn't matter whether or not you did it on purpose. I'm the champion, I'm here, and I don't really give a damn. Yeah, all right. And I mean, he paid for it at the end of the night, but he made his stand, so there you go. That's
1: her. Yeah, I. Don't really, you know. I've never really cared for Owens. I don't think he's as good as they've tried to make him out to be.
0: Um, I think Owens is awesome, but <laughs> I know you do That's just me. Yeah, I
1: don't really care for Pumba. Um, he misses his Timon. He's
0: very, he's very talented for a bigger guy, and and uh, I like what he does. And he's 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 just. I mean, he's crazy, dude. The stuff that he does, that he will put his body through it just amazes me and the fact that you know he can go deep into some matches not not many people can but he can
1: I kind of feel like he's been carried deep into matches more than he's actually stayed deep into matches
0: you're talking about WWE stuff I've watched him all the way back in Ring of Honor this man knows what he's doing. He's he's amazing at what he does, and I don't think he gets enough credit for the shit he does because WWE has too big of a freaking... They got too big of a hard-on for certain superstars and don't push other ones, so that's that's pretty much what his problem is. He's lost in the shuffle with the rest of them, so...
1: Well, I mean, they gave that opportunity to him and he kind of dropped the ball on it, too, so...
0: And that's where we are now. Yeah. I don't know. But I, st- I still think he's he's one of the greats. He's good. He's great. He's grand.
1: All right. Well, let's move on to SmackDown. <laughs> let's do it. So we had Sasha Banks, Naomi, and Alia taking... Or Aaliyah? Is it Aaliyah or Aaliyah? Aaliyah. Aaliyah, sorry. Uh, taking on Shayna Baszler and Natalya and Shotzi. With a major friction already at a fever pitch between several women on SmackDown, an all-out brawl erupted when WWE official Sonya Deville brought Captain Sasha Banks, Shotzi, and Shayna Baszler, Natalya, and Aaliyah to the ring to introduce them as the SmackDown Women's Survivor Team, uh, Series of Survivor Series Team. Sorry, the bedlam began when Naomi emerged to presumably take issue with not being named to the team, and the chaos also included Shotzi and Banks two weeks after the up and comer unleashed a ruthless attack on the Blueprint. In a subsequent six man, uh, six woman tag team showdown, Natalia locked in Family Sharpshooter on Aaliyah. Uh, When she attempted to get extra leverage by grabbing the ropes, though, Naomi bounced the Queen of Hearts off the ropes. The assist by the glowing superstar paved the way for Aaliyah to reverse the maneuver and pick up a huge victory in her first SmackDown matchup over the highly decorated third-generation superstar. Moments after the match, though, DeVille delivered heartbreaking news to Aaliyah that she was advised that she would be removed from the SmackDown Survivor Series team.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that's not good. She just got her first win against friggin' Natalia, dude, and uh, that's that's not good on Sonya's part, dude.
1: No, it's just ridiculous. Um, I mean, I get it. Naomi's a really good competitor, and it's probably a bit of a shock that she wasn't on there. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're winning a match for your team, how's that a negative for you? Yeah. And
0: I don't care what you say about <laughs> about experience, it, it sometimes it's it's nice to see some fresh faces on on that team. I mean, what if they pulled it off? What? I mean it's just like watching, you know, Dominic be removed from the team. It's like why?
1: Yeah.
0: So it is what it is, I guess.
1: Exactly. All right, we had Los Lotharios taking on Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. After Los Lotharios ambushed Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs during a trick-or-treat street fight several weeks ago, the nefarious uh, Angel and Humberto uh, worked together with beautiful precision to pick up the pinfall on the Intercontinental Champion in a uh, hard-fought tag team showdown.
0: Interesting, interesting. Yeah, uh, how about Rick Boogs, dude? (laughs) That dude. So weird it's like a a 1970s porn star rock star type thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird
1: yeah his character is crazy I think they should have just left that character with the Old Spice commercials <laughs> that WWE had partnered with for a while there yeah. that would have been better because it's just too much
0: he's he He's hilarious, I I enjoy it. It's fun. Right.
1: All right. Uh, Charlotte Flair had a challenge from Tony Storm. SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair emerged on the Blue Brand to unleash epic ridicule upon her Survivor Series opponent, Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch, calling her a fabricated champion. When the Queen went to discuss the positive effects she had on up and coming superstars like Shotzi, or I mean, Shotzi, sorry. And how she was a star maker, Tony Storm interrupted to call her out on it. When the rocking 80s throwback superstar proposed a title match between herself and Flair, the SmackDown Women's Champion flat out refused with an absolutely not.
0: You know that Charlotte's gonna ruffle some feathers, man.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, Tony Storm, she's a badass. I've seen some of her matches in NXT, and oof, you, you don't want to... You don't wanna piss her off either. So it's gonna be very interesting to see what what boils down to with with these three involved with each other.
1: All right. Yeah, it's uh it's definitely gonna be interesting. And of course, uh we already heard about the uh problems that Flair and Lynch have been having in the locker room, so it's about to come headway at Survivor Series. Oh yes. That's gonna be interesting.
0: Yes. The man versus the queen. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, next up, we had Jeff Hardy taking on Sami Zayn in a SmackDown um, Men's Survivor Series team match. Uh, When Sami Zayn attempted to use the ropes to try and defeat Jeff Hardy in what was an otherwise hard-fought matchup, the official caught him as Zayn argued with the referee. The charismatic enigma hit him with a twist of fate and quickly followed that up with a swanton bomb off the top rope for the victory over the self-proclaimed locker room leader. Not only did the loss once again leave the Masters Tree just humiliated, but as a result of the defeat, Zayn was removed from the SmackDown Men's Survivor Series team.
0: And the conspiracy theories continue. Right. What happens next? Who
1: knows now? <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of his crap, too. He's He's under. Well, he's one of those that he like you said, is an underutilized talent. But the way they're using him is wrong.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely is. I think Sami Zayn. Uh, the NXT version of Sami Zayn was phenomenal, dude. Mm-hmm. And when they moved him to the main roster, they dropped the ball hard with this one. Mm-hmm. So it sucks to see what what what, what he's turned into.
1: Yeah, it has. All right. And the main event, you had Roman Reigns taking on King Woods and who is the man of SmackDown pretty much type match. It's also a championship contender match. So if Woods won, he would become the number one contender for Roman Reigns. Interesting. Following the New Day's victory last week over the Usos, Universal Champion Roman Reigns attacked King Woods and Sir Sophie Kingston. Together with the bloodline, the head of the table injured Kingston. As a result, the Monarch of Positivity was set to battle... Universal champion one-on-one for retribution. Prior to the match, though, the wise man Paul Heyman raised the stakes on behalf of the head of the table. He stated that if Reigns lost the match, he would kneel before King Woods or be stripped of the universal title. But if Woods lost, he wouldn't have to—he would have to kneel before Reigns. In the final moments, it would—it looked as though if King Woods was may overcome his dominant opponent. The Usos would emerge and attack him, which resulted in a no contest. The Monarch laid out due to overwhelming odds. The head of the table did in fact kneel on the canvas as the bloodline placed Woods' crown upon Reigns' head.
0: Yikes. Yeah, man. Uh, you can't really call yourself the head of the table when you always need help to win a match. Um, I really don't care for that. I think Roman Reigns is bigger than that. But that's, that's just me. I, I love Roman Reigns. Always have and always thought he was going to be the next big thing. You know what I mean? And he definitely is. But the way they're doing this it's just... They're making the world hate him. And it's that's not at all what they needed to do with him. Because of the way he came back from cancer. All that. They should have stuck him as the next John Cena. The, the good guy. Whether people loved him or hate him. Who cares, dude? Because, I mean... He's Roman Reigns, and he's badass. I mean, the dude, he's jacked now, too, and he's getting better and better on the mic, uh, you know, and and that match between him and Brock Lesnar this last time looked like Brock Lesnar had to hold his own a little bit with uh, with the big dog.
1: Yeah. I mean, of course, we were excited to finally have an interruption between the Usos and... And an opponent because we didn't have Brock Lesnar winning and walking off yeah. oh, with yeah,
0: the championship. Yeah. That, that I can handle as long as it's not somebody like Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but I'm not the type of fan that will flip-flop and just turn off what I already know about somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Vince McMahon and a lot of people try and do is they try and Push whoever they want to be, however they want. I'm sorry, but if you push the guy one way for so long, how many of us are really gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that's the good guy"? Right. He's always been the bully. He's always been the dickhead. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really have never really cared for Brock Lesnar in WWE. Now UFC, I respect it.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. And not only that, but didn't he have a bout with cancer at one point? Mm -hmm, And he survived that, and came back and held both the UFC title and the WWE title. I respect that, but I just don't think his full heart is into wrestling anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. And I just it just rubs me the wrong way that you want that guy to be our guy when. He sits at home with the title, you know, and we only see him maybe four times a year.
1: Yeah. At the, <laughs> one yeah. of the major pay-per-views. It's ridiculous. And and then, of course, we're I'm already hearing that Fox is not happy that he's not on television. So they're trying to get him to show up um, for SmackDown next month. And I'm just like, why does Fox... Fox, I get understand you want the pop that Brock Lesnar brings, but at the same time, you're not going to get the pop that Brock Lesnar brings consistently enough to for it to matter. No, it's never enough. It's never consistent enough. If Brock Lesnar showed up every Friday night SmackDown, showed up at least you, two more. You know who
0: you got that more. pop from? That's no longer with the company. Hmm. Braun Strowman. Yeah,
1: he got that a lot.
0: Every time that man came out. Everybody was tripping, dude. Yeah. And. You're not wrong on that Oh, part. man. It just really sucks to see how far down the rabbit hole we're going to go with WWE and see how many people jump ship because of this fiasco that goes on.
1: Right. Yeah, especially as the. Uh Forbidden Door keeps swinging open and close and open and close all day long every day <laughs> right. over at AEW. Um, we get to talk about that, of course, on Thursday, and we look forward to that oh, one. Yes. So it's going to be good. Um, next week, we'll be talking on Saturday rest WWE Talks. Sorry, not Wrestling Talk. WWE Talk. It's normal now. Um, yeah, finally, because the, they
0: got the schedule all worked out.
1: Right, we'll have the uh, preview of the Survivor Series match, and then, of course, the following weekend after that, um, whenever Cooper's recovered um, from his little vacay we'll get back to the recap <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah. and then of course we'll be back tomorrow we're going to have baseball basketball talk we've got to recap a little bit of baseball we've got a lot of basketball to catch up on so it's going to be fun and then of course Tuesday purely football talk as, uh, nothing has happened yet in NASCAR so <laughs> right. to really talk about so that's going to be fun
0: Definitely, man. Uh, Yeah, Uh, we're gonna have to find find ways to to split the gap when we got this stuff going on like this, where we have some off time with certain certain uh, you know venues and whatnot, certain sports. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, like with baseball talk, it's the uh, winter winter meetings and stuff will keep us going with rumor mills and.
0: No. Yeah. And on
1: off-season moves that teams have to make, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Plus the labor dispute because they got a collective bargaining agreement to work on Mm. to avoid a lockout.
0: Interesting. Interesting.
1: Yep. So we'll have more on that tomorrow. Uh, So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Football season's getting right into the heart of their uh, seasons, both in college and the NFL. It's getting fun.
0: Some good games on oh, this yeah. weekend, man. Good games.
1: Yeah, not really many today in the NFL. We we'll yeah, talked no. about that on Tuesday, so it was a little bit of a lackluster uh, Sunday. But some good college games. We definitely, man. Definitely. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. So, and uh, we'll
0: see what happens uh, tomorrow night. We've got
1: Monday night football.
0: We got Monday night football.
1: And that's right. We get to talk about the Odell Beckham signing with the Rams.
0: Yes, that was which I was very mad at. At first, I was mad about it. But now, I'm a little more understanding. So well, You'll find out why.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the reason why it's kind of not, not his fault. Though <laughs> Though the people kind of already made memes about it, and it was kind of messed up. Funny, but messed up. But we'll talk <laughs> about that um, on Tuesday. So that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk Tonight. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sports
0: talk.cooper.bigman.
1: Or you can email us at sports talk with Cooper in Big Man. That's Sports Talk, WIT Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.